Welcome to the Property Management Mastermind Show with your host, Brad Larson. Brad owns one of the fastest growing property management companies in San Antonio, Texas. This podcast is for property managers by property managers. You'll hear from industry leading professionals on best practices, new ideas, success stories, and lessons learned. This is your opportunity to learn about the latest industry buzz surrounding property management, as well as tips and strategies to improve your business. Choose Seacoast Commerce Bank as your property management bank of choice. Seacoast Commerce Bank specializes in trust accounts and business banking for property managers. One of their best features is a cash analysis program where they can assist in paying your property management related invoices. Contact Allison at 619-988-6708 to learn more. And be sure to listen to the Property Management Mastermind Podcast, episode number 26, about Seacoast Commerce Bank. Imagine a world where the phone doesn't ring, but tenant leads still get pre-qualified and scheduled. Where in-person showings get coordinated automatically in real time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Where occupants and owners are automatically notified of showings and leasing reports. Or imagine, no one has to show your rentals and they get leased faster than ever, safely and securely. That's the world of Tenant Turner, Come learn more about our beautiful scheduling software and world-class customer support. Call us, 888-976-4638, or visit www.tenantturner.com. And welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Property Management Mastermind Show. I'm your host, Brad Larson, and today's guest, Phil Owen. And this is a scary, weird time that we're doing this podcast. Today is March 18th. Uh, it is the... Uh, apocalypse as we know it. Uh, it's going to be a major event of what's going on with the COVID-19 uh, scare, the, the coronavirus scare, and no better guy I could have on today as Phil. Phil is the man because we're going to be talking about one of the biggest questions is inspections. So assuming this all goes away in 90 days, six months, whatever it could be, you're going to want to go back and listen to this podcast because Phil's going to be talking about stuff that's going to be after of all this goes you know, silent and goes back to normal. Pros is still going to be around. Their software is still going to be around. But what we want to tackle today with Phil on the show is he is the inspection expert. We're going to be talking about the periodicals, the move-ins and the move-out inspections. How do we get those done? How do we keep people safe? And so without further ado, Phil, can you introduce us a little bit and give us a few minutes of your background? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Phil Owen. I am the CEO of Onsite Pros. Uh, we have been doing uh, third-party move-in, move-out, and periodic reports for uh, about 10 years now, and uh, that, is, that is our whole life. That is, that is what we focus on. So uh, we have, have spent a lot of, of time with our, our heads in that area and uh, have, have got a, an amazing team. We're in 10 states in 23 cities across the country and uh, growing and expanding as, as quickly as we can to, uh, to get to new areas. So a lot of us know your predecessor, James, right? So yeah. James is still involved. James Alderson, he's been a big part of NARFM right. for a long time. He's here in the, the San Antonio region. A uh, real good friend of mine, you know, and I really like what Pros has been doing for a number of years. We use them as well here at RentWorks, so we do highly endorse what Pros does. And so let's get into the real meat of this thing, brother, because, you know, I, I mean, the intros are cool and what's going on is cool, but man, uh, everyone's freaking out about this whole virus thing, and rightfully so. It's very, very concerning. So to get right into it, let's talk about some periodical inspection worries. I and mean, people really don't know how to run these inspections now, 
if they should be doing them, how should, how should they be doing them? So let's talk through this. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and it's something that uh, obviously we've, we've spent a lot of time uh, trying to dive into this because one, we want to make sure that we're keeping our people safe and putting them in a situation where we're not putting them at risk. Two, we want to keep tenants safe uh, because, I mean, you know, you, you run the risk of uh, infecting a tenant because you don't know, you know, when you go into a home, you don't always know, is this someone who is an at-risk individual? Do they have an autoimmune uh, situation or, or is the person who answers the door going to be elderly and very susceptible to to the virus. So you really have to take every precaution uh, to make sure you keep yourself and uh, the tenant safe. And uh, it, it really is, uh, it's a scary time because there's, there's still so much that we don't know uh, about this virus and how it spreads and, and all of that kind of stuff. But we are starting to get some really good uh, guidance from the CDC and the World Health Organization and uh, starting to kind of wrap our heads around it. Uh, I've spent time consulting with physicians uh, and with, with other experts in the, uh, in the field uh, who have, have given us good counsel on how to continue to do these things and, and still protect people because uh, that's, that's the primary concern every day. So do you have kind of a bottom line answer on this? I mean, what, what should we be doing? What kind of precautions should our PM industry be taking on these periodical inspections issues? Because we have to get a live body in there to do yeah. the inspection prior to a renewal well, business must go on. The owners want renewals. Obviously, the tenants want renewals. And prior to yeah. that, uh, we, we are looking at doing an inspection. So questions are, are abound. Like, do they just forego the inspection, right? And just yeah. conduct a renewal and, and get it going for, you know, a future date. Um, yeah. Give us kind of what you're thinking on this. Yeah, well, it's one of those things where, um, and, and, you know, it is a scary time to be in this industry because there, there are so many things that are going on where people are losing their, their incomes and they're going to have a hard time paying rent and you don't know what that's going to end up. Are, are we going to be able to go through the evictions process? And there's just going to be a lot of moving parts that there's a lot of uncertainty. And I think now as much as any time uh, that we have seen in this industry, people want to know that their house is, is being taken care of. Uh, people want to know that things are still going well. Because when you get to a point where people uh, are no longer paying rent for whatever reason and, and they feel like, hey, my tenancy is coming to an end anyway. Sometimes they stop caring for the property as well. They become uh, a little, little more uh, uh, likely to, to cause damage or not to perform regular maintenance, uh, those kind of things. And so it really is important that we, we get eyes on the property. Um, uh, I've had some, some conversations with some property managers this week and, and they're going, hey, we're, we're thinking about letting our te- tenants do a self-assessment where they go through and, and take pictures of the property uh, and and I look at them and go, hey, you, you can do that. And I get, I get the concern. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're not protecting your landlord if you're doing that. Because, I mean, you're letting the, literally, I mean, not literally, but you, you're, that, that is the definition of allowing the, the box to guard the hen house uh, is, hey, tenant, show us what you're doing wrong. You know, because we don't do these periodic reports to uh, see what the property manager is doing right and wrong. We do it to make sure that the tenant's taking care of the property, right? So, like, if, if you're going, hey, Show us if you have any illicit pets. Uh, well, they're, they're not going to do that, right? So uh, I think it's really important that we're able to, to continue to get on the properties. Uh, it's just a matter of, of being able to do that and do that safely. That brings up a real concern. So let's say uh, the management company goes forward and, and continues to work with you guys. Uh, you know, Because well, we have a couple of different things. You guys are not in every market. So we'll get to that mm-hmm. point to where yeah. how you can assist the folks that are not in a pros type market 
And we'll talk about that here in a minute because that's really the move-in stuff, right? That's a, that's a whole separate faction and move-out a little bit too. Um, but also the periodicals and the move-outs. So clearly with the move-outs, we're dealing with a vacant home, okay? Right. And your technicians are out there running around and still doing the move-out inspections as normal, correct? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so we're, no we're doing move-in, move-outs and periodics right now. But that's what I assumed. Yeah, I assumed you yeah. were. But always the concern is going to be one, the move in in person, if you do any sort of move in in person inspection. And there are some companies that do, some companies that don't, that want that. And I know you guys provide that service. And there's also the uh, periodicals, which is the big thing, the renewal inspections, because people can forego a move in inspection in person a lot quicker. They'll just, you know, throw that out of their system. But that, that periodical, man, that, that renewal inspection's got to get done. And right. so, you know, what are the precautions you guys are, are taking? Are you are you guys walking in with hazmat suits on or what are y'all thinking here? You know, and, and there's a careful balance that we've tried to strike on that. Uh, and again, I've, I've consulted physicians and I've, I've spent a lot of time researching CDC and WHO uh, recommendations. Um, the hazmat suit thing, I, quite candidly, we, we considered it, whether it's a hazmat suit or, you know, a painter's suit, anything to keep things off of your clothes. What I understand is that is less effective at actually helping you uh, keep yourself or other people safe. And what I'm concerned about is that that might, I mean, when you, when you show up at somebody's house and, and you look like the, the hazmat team from uh, Monsters University or Monsters Inc., you know, I got, I got three kids, so we watch a lot of cartoons, but uh, that's, that's intimidating to people. Uh, when you show up, they're going, gosh, should this person be in my home? If all this is necessary, should, you know, so I think there's a balance between, taking precautions that are going to present contagion, uh, prevent contagion, not going overboard to where it, it almost creates panic just by you showing up at the door. So um, having consulted with physicians and looked at some of those things, the, the biggest thing that we're trying to instill is one, if you feel any symptoms whatsoever, stay home. Uh, don't, don't go, just stay home. Um, two, we need to talk to the tenants. We need to find out, hey, is there anyone in this property that is high risk? Uh, is there anyone at this property that, because this part of the challenge of, of COVID-19 is it can spread without symptoms, right? So you might be going into that home and not knowing that you have symptoms. So it's, it's important that uh, we find out, is there anyone high risk just in case uh, there's somebody coming into the property that, that hasn't demonstrated symptoms, but could be a carrier. Um, beyond that, uh, is there a tenant who's showing symptoms? Uh, because you don't want to take a chance on, on you getting sick, uh, being around them. So all of those things being okay, you still have to take precautions because symptoms are not always visible for it to be contagious. Um, so the biggest things that we've implemented, Brad, are um, getting nitrile gloves uh, for our technicians, uh, which in some of the standard places to get those are hard to find. Uh, our supplier uh, has had a hard time keeping us supplied with those so that your listeners know the biggest place that we're having success finding them is auto parts stores. Uh, they're still stock shelves full of them. Uh, and so we're, we're having success finding those at auto parts stores. Um, the other thing that we're doing is, is we're talking to tenants before we get there and we're saying, hey, just so you know, our technician is not trying to be unfriendly, but they're not going to shake your hand. And they're going to keep a distance from you. And we're going to ask you, as we go through your property, we're going to ask you to please try to stay in a different room from our technician. And if you don't feel comfortable being in a different room, if you want to accompany them, we're asking you to stay at least 10 feet away from the technician. Uh, the CDC recommends six feet, uh, but we went ahead and padded that a little bit because uh, 
for the sake of four feet, let's not take a chance, right? <laughs> and I would say at least so, try to open all the doors for the technicians so they don't have to touch a lot of doorknobs yeah. and things like this. Now, yeah. here's a line in the sand that everybody should kind of realize for the next few weeks, and we'll call mm-hmm. it, you know, a single digit number of days or even a low double digits is, is if the tenant flat out doesn't want you there, me as yeah. a property management company owner, I would not press the matter. Okay, I would not say, nope, you're not getting a renewal unless we are there tomorrow, March 19th, or else. You know, if they say, look, don't, we're we're not comfortable having anybody in the home at this point, we're self-quarantining ourselves, uh, just abide by that and say, okay, great, well, let's push the inspection and push the renewal down the road. Uh, This is where management companies can make good decisions because in our lease agreement at RentWorks, for example, if they miss their renewal date, then that rent goes up substantially, just like any other apartment complex that goes from rent to being X flat to X plus a large percentage. And so if that happens, um, I would obviously you want to curtail that and or just push the renewal out, like give them a a free renewal for 90 days, for example, Right. and and work to get that inspection done later on for another year-long renewal. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, the management companies just have to adjust fire a little bit and realize that if the owners um, and the tenants are not pressing the matter, you know, don't, don't try to put, you know, bully them into forcing yeah, an inspection. Yeah. This is where pros is going to support us and support the PM community is they're there to do those inspections. And if you guys have to curtail your operations for a week or two or three or four, and then bam, you're double doing double dipping operations, you know, in April and May, that's how it's got to work. I'm sure you guys can kind of, you know, go with that flow and figure it out with us. Yeah. And so, you know, Let's talk about the software side for the move-in inspection because yeah. the personnel side is obviously that's going to abide by what's going on with COVID-19 and the, the government mandates and everything else. But, you know, you guys offer a pretty neat uh, module for an in-person uh, correction for a um, move-in inspection where there has to be nobody there other than the incoming tenant. And this can go across any market, right? Anybody yeah. can get this technology. So talk about that some. That's right. And that's not really for, uh, and of course we, in, in, in our business, we don't use the, the I word uh, just, just because we don't want to create any confusion between a real estate inspection and, you know, so we, we call them condition reports, but um, okay, good, good. we let's don't. Talk, let's talk about that. So I, had, I yeah. had to clarify this point too, is in Texas, right? This is, I actually mm-hmm. went to the Texas Real Estate Commission and said, and wanted to find out if I could call your report an actual inspection. Okay. Mm-hmm. They said it was okay, but I am with you that I did not want to mix words to say it's some sort of inspection because then you're thinking yeah. of, of the actual regulated inspection where they check the wall plugs, they check the water pressure, they check That's the right. electricity, and they, you know, they do all the, the plumbing checks. What PROS does is a visual inspection, That's right? right? So you call it a condition report. That's right. Okay, yeah, okay. And, and I'll give you a good example of that, uh, just so your, your listeners know. Uh, you know, we had a situation in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, where there's ongoing litigation uh, where our client, there was, there was a situation with, with a utility, uh, which is not something that we check or a property manager would check, you know, at the, at the move-in. Uh, but because our client said, well, we had an inspection done, their lawyers seized on that and they assumed what that would entail and what that should have, have been. Uh, so just by introducing that word, it created confusion that then had to go through the process of getting cleared up. Uh, so we just try to avoid the word altogether just to avoid the confusion. So yeah, we did the same thing. We kind of actually drew it out. 
because what we were always recommending to folks, and they don't do this, but we always recommend it to owners is they had a full-blown mechanical inspection, which could run four or 500 bucks. We recommend mm-hmm. that every year, but we know 99.9% of the owners will not pony up for that. Right. And so we recommend a conditional you know, visual inspection, such as what you right. guys deliver. And we try to yeah. name them something different. We call them a condition report, you know, whatever that's going right. to be. Yeah, we've heard conditional report, uh, property assessments, uh, property reviews. You know, there are a lot of different terminologies that people use. Uh, honestly, a lot of people use inspection. Uh, we, we just try to stay away from it because as a third party, we have to put our clients in the best possible place to succeed if they go to court. So we want to take away any of the, the, the possible liability of using that word from our, our standpoint. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah, so talk yeah. more about that, that technology and the movement. Yeah, so, so the my walkthrough, what that is designed, that's not actually designed to replace the move-in from the property manager. It's still really important that the property manager do their own move-in or use us if it's a market that, that we're in. Um, it is really designed to replace the uh, tenant's condition and inventory form. You know, in, in almost all states, uh, it's required that you give the tenant the opportunity to give their own assessment of the condition of the property when they move in. Um, so it's really two sides of the same coin. One is what you see and what you say the property condition is. And the other is what the tenant sees and what the tenant says. Um, there's always been solutions for property managers to do their own reports. You know, there's Z Inspector and Happy Inspector and cloud inspect, you know, there's been technology for them to do that. There's not been technology for the, te- the tenant to do their side. So what you end up with is you're having to get them a piece of paper, have them fill that out. Uh, you know, they may or may not get it back to you. Uh, and the accurate, the, the information that they get back to you may or may not be accurate. We, we had a client who called us and said, you know, I had a tenant that put uh, stains on carpet and scratches on countertops and I went back and said, we just replaced the carpet. And I was there and didn't see any scratches on the countertops. And the tenant said, well, yeah, but I knew there probably would be when, when I moved out. So I went ahead and, and put it on the floor. <laughs> you know? so, so what we've created uh, is James, in, in participation with some, some other property managers, came up with this idea to create a piece of software that becomes an app that you can put on an Android or an iOS device that puts the same kinds of technology that you might use in a simplified form into the tenant's hands that just walks them through room by room of their property, walks them through item by item that you want them to look at visually and inspect and say, yep, that looks good. Oh, there's an issue. But anything that they document that they have an issue that they say, I don't want to get blamed for that when I move out, it also forces them to take a photo of it. So they can't just arbitrarily put whatever they want to put. They have to photo document everything that it does. So when you have a tenant moving in, you go on to my walkthrough and say, hey, I want to order a, a walkthrough for this address. Here's the tenant's name. Here's the tenant's contact information. And we start emailing them and texting them every single day saying, hey, your property manager has provided this for you to be able to, to do your own documentation uh, to supplement the, their move-in report. Uh, and here's a link that you can download it and it walks them through the entire app process so that they can have it. So at the end of the lease, You've got the property managers move in and you've got the tenants uh, inventory and condition form. If something's not documented there, their ability to say, oh, it was like that when I moved in, it's gone. Like that, that whole conversation is, is gone. Yeah, this is something everybody should be adopting as soon as possible. This is not a 
right now situation or six months from now situation. It's, you know, six months ago, we should have been doing this. As more tenant-friendly legislations are passed, from reduced security deposits to no evictions in the winter months, and everything in between, in the future, the landlord's income will be ultimately affected, and even being driven out of their rental business. Property managers and landlords need to make sure their voices are heard to help reduce the tide of these increasing laws that will ultimately make owning a rental property more difficult and costly. Let your landlords know about Shorevestor's Landlord Protection Insurance to help Help them protect their rental income. Call us at 800-975-0562 or visit Shorevestor.com to learn more about Shorevestor and how it can help you protect your landlord's income and grow your business. Now let's talk cost, right? Let's let's yeah. get down to the, the dollars and cents of it because that service is going to cost some. But you know what I would recommend is that can be offset by a potential charge to the tenant in either some sort of lease preparation fee, a move-in inspection fee or some sort of small fee to cover that amount. So I'm not right. going to talk that fee that it could or should be with a property management company charging a tenant and or even an owner. But let's talk mm-hmm. about the cost for that technology from you guys to the property management company. Do you have any cost talks you can throw at us for that? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it depends on the, the way that it works is uh, as opposed to having a subscription model or something like that, um, you basically bank tokens. So you say, hey, I want to buy 100 tokens or I want to buy 500 tokens or I want to buy 10 tokens. So depending on how many you purchase depends on your price. Uh, so if you purchase 100 or more, they're only $6 a piece uh, for the tenant to be able to, to have that app and to, to create the report and to, to go through that. Uh, you know, if you buy 50 to 100, they're, they're $8 a piece. And if you buy less than 50, they're, they're $10 a piece. So it depends on the quality or the quantity that you purchase them in, but it's such a small amount. It's not a hard amount at all to pass on to the tenant and go, Hey, look, I'm putting this in your hand and you can bury it in another fee or you can isolate it out and go, I'm putting this in your hand to protect you and your security deposit. I'm giving you a tool and a resource where you can thoroughly document anything and say, Hey, I want to say that this is like this so that I don't get blamed for it. This is for your protection, Mr. and Ms. Tenant. Uh, and you can pass that on to them. Well, I would think that would be a great place to put into it is what's very hot right now is something called a tenant benefits package or resident benefits package, depending That's on right. how much term you want to use. That would be a great feature to add, add into that at zero extra cost by line. I mean, we're, That's right. we have a resident benefits package of X and we give them one, two, three, four, ten 10 different, you know, fun things. This could be the, the 11th or 12th thing that we could put into that package and charge it X amount. Again, I don't That's like to right. talk fees, but I can see that being part of a, is a giant benefit, right? You're giving them a value. Now, the other side of that is, let's talk about compliance. I mean, do you have any mm-hmm. estimates on what you think? Because, you know, what we're seeing is uh, on a move-in inspection, we charge a certain fee up front to the tenants for a move-in inspection, but the burden is on them to schedule. And we provide them every tool necessary to schedule. I'm guessing it's the 80-20 rule. Uh, yeah. With all things in life, right? The 80-20 rule. Do you have any sort of, you know, rough compliance numbers? So, if you have 100 move-ins this year and you provide them this technology, how many actual um, forms are you getting filled in and turned back in? Do you have a guess? Yeah, and, and you're close. Uh, it's actually right now we're, we're seeing about 70%. Uh, okay. So uh, we, uh, and, and the thing about it is the, the way that we've set it up, uh, it honestly doesn't matter if they, if they don't turn it back in because the, the language that we communicate to the tenant is, Hey, you're, and, and the property manager gets to set the deadline. They say, hey, here's the move-in date. 
and this has to be completed by this date. And so when we communicate with the tenant, we say, hey, this is the deadline that your property manager has set. If you have not submitted this back by that date, then it's going to auto submit on your, ha- on your behalf and say, no issues found, property is accepted as is, you know, whatever. Uh, so they are going to auto submit something back that says, no issues found. Uh, so if they choose not to, that 30% that doesn't return it, uh, they're still going to submit a report. It's just going to auto submit and say no issues observed. Yeah. In, in contrast, as you were talking before, the, the, the stubby pencil paper thing is still alive now in Texas. It's the inventory mm-hmm. condition move in report. And yeah. it, essentially it's like a six page report and they can go check the box, you know, it's just lame, right? It's a, it's 30 yeah. years ago. And so this is a really cool software platform that, you know, I'm, um, we're going to implement here pretty quickly. I'm, you know, I, I've been busy doing conferences and now this COVID thing. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I realized, yeah. Hey, we don't have this. And yeah. so I'm going to get with the team, Melanie and, and uh, our leasing coordinator, and we're going to get this thing implemented here pretty quick. And I think we're just going to add it into the resident benefits package. So I think yeah. that's uh, that's how we're going to implement it here in RentWorks. And, and so I wanted to bring that up with you. One, you just made a sale. Congrats. And two, <laughs> um, I wanted to bring this up because, it's, it's telling in the times where we are in right now, where now we're all social distancing or whatever they're calling it. And, and so mm-hmm. this is a way to provide your tenants the means. Okay, let's talk through process. The move-in condition report, as far as the move-in inspection, typically you can do on a vacant home. That's right. Right? So that's yeah. prior to the tenant moving in. Okay, that's, hey, that's like the final walkthrough. Call it the final walkthrough, right? But it's right. on paper, you guys document it, et cetera. Because yeah. a lot of times you do the after a make ready. You do a make ready. Okay, here's okay, time for the move-in condition report done by uh, pros. It's, the, it's their, the whole full-blown report. Okay, now a day or two or 10 later, the tenant can move in, and then you provide them the My Walkthrough software, and they can do a self-reporting right. assessment of the property, which will create yeah. work orders. And mm-hmm. so PM's got to understand that. It's going to create some work orders. Deal with it. Be, be, uh, you know, embrace it. Get the tenant moved in. Make them happy. You're, gonna, you're providing them a good service. They're going to pay rent. You know, just, just deal with that. It's going to make uh, work orders going to come from that because they hear on the boards, you know, the Facebook boards, oh, it's going to create work orders from tenants. They're going to, you know, create, you know, that's what they're there to do. Let them do that in the first couple days, get them settled in and life will be so much easier, right? Yeah. If you shy away from the work orders, you know, some, some PM companies don't make money on, on maintenance and that's their own right. fault, right? And then- yeah. If they can't generate a little bit of revenue to cover the time and the insurance and the liability, then that's on them. That's their fault. That's right. If, they sh- if they're doing the right thing in the business world, every work order should generate just a little bit enough to cover the expenses, to cover the liability, to cover the insurance and create a happy tenant. A happy tenant pays on time. A happy tenant renews. Happy tenants renew. Happy owners. I mean, it's just a whole big cycle and it starts yeah. with that first move-in experience. So I, yeah. I love this technology, Phil. Thank you for kind of shedding the light on it with me a little bit. Uh, James introduced it to me a, a, you know, a year or two ago whenever it started to come out and, you know, just, I've been busy. So, sorry. I yeah, missed it. No, We're going to do you. it. We're going to do you. it. That's great. Well, going back to what you were saying about it, creating work orders, it doesn't even have to do that. Uh, it depends on how you communicate it to your tenants. Because if you want to say, hey guys, you're accepting the property as is, this is just for you to document it for security deposit reasons. You can go down that path. Uh, it really depends philosophically on how you manage your business. You can you can have that caveat and say, "Hey, look, but we're not going. We've done what we needed to do to get the property ready. Uh, this is not a maintenance request. This is just for security deposit documentation." 
you can you can play that either way. Uh, you know, if you are generating revenue off of, of uh, work orders, well, hey, that's a great opportunity to to generate revenue. But if it is a cost center to you, uh, you can caveat that to say, FYI, this does not serve as a maintenance request. You accept the property as is. This is just a document for for security deposit. That's right, and that's that's what we do as well. But uh, mm-hmm. you just got to understand they will come up with problems, and a lot of those can oh, be yeah. just little cosmetic junk. And you can say, all right, we'll do that when we get out there. There's like, we try to try to um, organize our work orders, you know, level one, two, and three. And that way, you, you know, if it's a, a fire, it's a level one, you know what I mean? And a lot of people should right. be doing it. If it's a cosmetical chip in the wall, okay, noted. Okay, it was there when you moved in. Got it. Great. Um, and then we'll compare that to the move-in inspection that the pros does. Because sometimes the yeah. nicks on the walls are from the movers, right? And That's so, right. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you get real detailed, but all this documentation will deter from disputes at the end. And so we're, we're hearing and seeing all the security deposit disputes. I mean, that's where Harry Heist from Florida, who's always very active on the management uh, group, will say that 90, 95% of all litigation involving property managers involves a security deposit. I mean, that is right. baffling. And so by and, and- using technology like this, it hopes to curb a lot of that at the end of the lease fighting between tenant that's owner right. and property manager. Yeah. And, and let me point out a, a, a significant distinction, whether on-site pros does your, your move-in report or whether you do the move-in report. One big distinction between the property manager's move-in report and the tenant's condition and inventory report, if you're going to the property, you should be documenting every square inch of that property, whether it's damaged or not, right? Um, that's the move-in report that the property manager does. The tenant is only identifying issues. So, you know, if you only have the issues, whether you do it, because I've talked to property managers that all they do is document issues when they walk through. They don't document the entire property. Well, then if it comes to the end and the tenant says, oh, well, it was like that. And you say, well, why didn't you put it in, in your move-in inventory and condition form? And they go, well, I didn't know you were going to get that nitty gritty. Uh, I didn't know I had to put that kind of stuff in there. And it's still a security deposit dispute. But if you use the, the 360 cameras, or even if you just take a picture, all, I mean, you know, in, in our past, we, what we have always done is we take a picture of each wall. We take pictures of the ceiling, the floor. We take close-ups of all the items, you know, serial numbers of appliances, all of those kind of things. We're moving before the summer to the 360 cameras where one picture will cover, you know, 70% of all that. Um, but uh, it is important from the property manager's side that you're covering 100% of the property, not just issues. That's the tenant's job is just to cover the issues. Your job is to cover the entire property. One, it's a giant deterrent. Now, let's look at it like that. So you are deterring the tenant from trying to lawyer up and come after you for a security deposit because they know that if you screw something up, they can get triple damages. You have these unscrupulous attorneys where they just want to grab up these tenants and they start, you know, filing lawsuits and get quick settlements. Mm-hmm. They know how to do the, they know how to play the game. It's really a sad state of affairs. So I want to talk about the technology side because the 360 camera stuff going on now, that's been, you know, sort of a new technology, but it's really started to integrate into your uh, platform. Mm-hmm. It's just been super cool, man. It is really cool stuff. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you got to go maybe do a demo of it and see where you can click on something and zoom in. And it's just, it's just flat out amazing. What do you think of all that stuff? Yeah, it, it's a game changer. And the thing about it is um, its ability to catch things that you're not looking for, things that you don't even know could be an issue at some point. 
Great example. Uh, Cut off right there. Great example, Phil, would be keys and remotes left on a counter. A lot of a lot of PMs do that, you know, just to so they can come get one key or they get access to a lockbox. They the balance of the keys and remotes and a and a lease and a move-in packet and all that stuff on the counter. So the tenants will walk in and and have that there. And now all of a sudden at the end, it's gone and they say, I never got a remote. I never got a, you know, remote that cost me maybe $85 $85 to replace or whatever it's going to be. And you go back right. to that 360 report, zoop, zoom it in and oh, there's exactly two right. on the counter. So imagine. That's hmm, exactly right. But even like, you know, we had a situation one time where there was a, a, a gas line that the tenant claimed the gas line had been left open. And because it happened to be in a picture that we had, we could show that the gas line was, was closed. Uh, you know, it makes a difference. Things that you're not necessarily taking a picture of specifically, you don't know that you're trying to capture that because you never know, you know, what, what is going to become an issue or what a tenant's going to contest or what the situation might be. Being able to capture everything with one photo that you can zoom around and see every square foot of the property, zoom in on exactly what you, you want to see and go, no, I can demonstrate to you that, that that outlet cover was not broken when you moved in. I can show you that there was a door stop there when you moved in. Whatever, how, how granular you need to get, it's going to show you everything and not take you too much time to grab it. Good stuff. And it's, it's um, much easier to admit than video uh, in, in court because you can so screenshot and grab what you I'm need. I'm thinking of you guys too. A couple of things I want to bring out there. So if, if the market is not a pro's market, mm-hmm. what are property managers? What are their options? Yeah, well, un- unfortunately, if, if you're not a pro's market, you got to figure out how to do your own move in, move out, and periodic reports uh, on your own. You can still use our walkthrough software, my walkthrough, M-Y-W-A-L-K-T-H-R-U.com. That is the tenant inventory and condition form. Uh, but you're still going to have to figure out how to do your own move in, move outs, and periodics. And I'll tell you, um, Z Inspector is a software that a lot of property managers use. We think a lot of, of the Z Inspector software, we think they've done a great job of putting a, a really good tool in people's hands. So in markets where we're not, uh, we recommend, you know, we always tell people, look, there are technologies out there that can make you better at what you do. Utilize them. Don't go through with a pad and paper and a digital camera and then try to store it and compose it. Use the tools that are available and at your disposal. Um, but, uh, but, take the time to go through the tutorials and learn best practices. Uh, you know, a tool is not a good tool if you don't know how to use it. Um, so, but, but I definitely say, you know, use the softwares that are available and have people who are well-trained move in, move out in periodics. You really have to know what you're doing uh, to do them well. And um, we do training uh, for property managers because we're not everywhere. So we train people on how to go do their own. Uh, and, you know, I've spoken at, at national, I've spoken at the, all the different state conferences and, and that kind of stuff, teaching people, hey, this is what you should look for. This is how you should document it. Uh, we do all those kind of trainings to help people understand how to do what they do well to protect themselves and their, their landlords. Awesome. Where does somebody find some of these resources to look at? I mean, you guys have some of this posted on your website. How do we, how do we find you from here? You know, uh, we have not posted those things uh, we do some online webinars and those kind of things. Most of what we do uh, is the state conferences and the national conferences and those kind of things. And uh, I'm afraid that if, if I post them on the website, then I'm not giving anybody anything to come to the conferences for. Um, so we haven't made those publicly available. You, you kind of have to show up at a conference to get some of those, those uh, materials. But uh, our website is onsitepros.com and that's S-I-G-H-T 
uh, not S-I-T-E, so onsitepros.com. Uh, and it tells you a little bit about what we look for and how we operate and what markets we're in. Uh, but there's not a lot of training resources to tell you uh, how to look for. We are starting to do some uh, kind of vlogging on uh, um, LinkedIn and our Facebook page uh, to teach things, you know, even simple things like, you know, one of the things that we're finding is a, is a problem now. Um, back when we were growing up, uh, dishwashers, you couldn't be in the same room. They were so loud, right? Uh, but that's because they had basically a garbage disposal uh, in the, the bottom of them that's grinding up all the, the food waste that it's washing off. Well, the demand now has become for these quiet uh, dishwashers. Well, the, the way they've achieved that is they take away uh, that incinerator and there's a filter. Well, tenants don't know to change the filter. So we go to periodics and we open the, uh, the dishwasher and there's two, three inches of standing water in the bottom because that filter is completely clogged. So we try to do some things to teach people, you know, how do you check a smoke alarm well? Uh, how do you check to make sure that uh, the filter is being cleaned in the, in the uh, dishwasher? Some different things like that that we want to, to teach people to, to make sure they know what to look for when they get on property. Excellent. I would encourage everybody to check out the website, onsitepros.com. And I think you're going to have a link in there to your My Walkthrough app in that. Absolutely. Website. Absolutely. Okay, You great. got it. Phil, fantastic you came on. Let's, let's try to get through this COVID scare, you know, as best we can. I really appreciate you giving us some guidance on these, you know, this inspection question because that's, that's what we're seeing out there. Like, what do we do now when we need to get a renewal inspection completed because life must go on a little bit, right? So, wanting to say again, thank you for coming on and look forward to talking to you further and we'll see you in that next conference, okay? Sounds great. Always a pleasure to visit with you, Brad. Take care. Thanks, Phil. With Brent Bridges' property management, marketing, and workflow automation tools, take your business to the next step. Reduce overhead costs by up to 60%. Eliminate human error through automation. Make all your processes consistent and predictable. Have transparency and control through detailed and sophisticated reporting. For property managers that want to work smarter, not harder, RentBridge. Call us 972-805-8535 or visit rentbridgegroup.com. This has been a podcast episode by propertymanagementproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us feedback, and come back for our next episode.